0: Hello and welcome to the Lost Air Podcast. I'm Paul and I'm here with Gar. That's me. You sound very down in the dumps, yeah, all right? No, I was just doing like a low. Oh, we yeah. You got to be just before we started recording, so it, was, it came in too low. <laughs> I overcompensated <laughs> it <laughs> with um, that. Today, today we're doing volume two because I think we deserved one. Also, I think we checked on this was over a year ago. So, Yeah. Um, this was... Was this originally recorded for Pat- Patreon. Think?
1: and we ended up at the start of the pandemic uh, because we weren't recording we didn't know what to do we released it to the public this was one of our drunkest episodes therefore one of the most fun
0: yes the 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 original was volume one of TV themes our favourite TV themes uh, and we're doing volume two because we could still do another ten of these genuine I think we were going to try and do a separate one for cartoons. And he just went, no. <sighs> whatever. No, yeah. I and mean, then it was like, what about ones that are songs and then ones that are just music? You yeah. know what? We it's not it's, we don't have to compartmentalize everything. Yeah. Because people, people want what they want. So we'll just do... Well, I think we did it with the same one the last time as well. Mm. It's just whatever. If it's a, if it's a, now, what we don't do is pick a song that's already like a, a, a famous song. Yeah. Like, we're not going to pick Alabama 3 for... for, for Sopranos. Sopranos. It's already you know what i mean i think that's these are for written for the show yes so um yeah like you said we had a a great time the first time we did it we got this is back in the time where we could get smashed up and we were doing two podcasts and i think we what we would do is we would do one for public regular uh, everyone and then but we would record a second one afterwards where we were already smashed and this is for patreon people exactly so so larry but um I'm looking forward to this one because I found out some cool facts about the ones that I'll be talking about. I'm sure you do the same. So, before uh, we delay any further, what is your first t- favourite TV theme? My,
1: one of my favourite, my first on this list anyway, is uh, Where Everybody Knows Your Name from Cheers. Ah, yes. Uh, a song by a guy called Gary Portnoy. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, right? I was very young when Cheers was out. Cheers ran yeah. from 1982 to 1993, okay? So I even it, I think we were too young for it. Too, I, 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 like, I think the only reason I even liked this TV show was because the theme was so good yeah. and you could sing along with it and it had this kind of weird, quirky kind of um, cadence to the vocals and stuff like that. Like, and, think i back... Gas, the gas yeah? thing
0: is we didn't understand what... Uh, like, we didn't really understand what the, the lyrics really could possibly mean until yeah. you get older and oh, yeah. you find that, find that bar that they're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where exactly. you go, shit, that's amazing to be able to just walk in and know everyone and exactly, literally they know your name. Yeah, exactly. timeless, like, yeah,
1: whatever. So, um, yeah, uh, this guy Gary Portnoy is, is kind of interesting uh he kind of started off doing a little bit of musical theater and then eventually became a songwriter. He wrote songs for Air Supply, he wrote songs for Dolly Parton, all this kind of stuff. All right. And uh he met um a friend of his introduced him to somebody who was looking for a theme song for a show they were developing called Cheers, which was based in in uh, Massachusetts. <laughs> um I think it was Massachusetts, wasn't it? Boston, was it? Boston yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um it was set in a bar, It's just about the, the lives of like the people who work in the bar, run the bar, who drink in the bar, all this kind of stuff. And they submitted a bunch of songs, and they are all rejected, barred a third one, which eventually kind of morphed into this song, where everybody yeah. knows your name. Now, this third version apparently uh, combined elements from the first and second submissions also. Uh, it, it's You know what? Uh, he, he went on as well. He wrote music for Fame. He wrote music for uh, Punky. He wrote the theme song for Punky Brewster as well. Right. Mr. Belvedere, uh, he released four solo albums. Um, uh, man, he looks a bit like Kenny
0: Powers. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> yeah, you can so see him I, on your screen. I, I found that like this is the first time I've seen a lot of these composers. Yeah. And they all have slightly longish slightly muller hair like that and a yeah. beard and a mustache that's yeah. what a, that's what a composer an old older composer looks like pretty much pretty much just lads locked in the fucking studio for like 6
1: months out of a yeah. year trying to all, trying the all, best
0: they're all slightly balding but with a little extra hair down around the neck area yeah. a beard and a mustache sounds like me i'm i'm at the uh,
1: late genesis stage of my phil collins look <laughs> at the moment uh, i was looking at myself in the mirror there yesterday and i'm actually starting to look like phil collins like this is getting shocking. I've got the Manson beard, the hair's kind of long, and it's i uh, I've got the fucking widow's peak receding hairline.
0: I'm like I'm Phil Collins in like oh, 1979. You that that famous Phil Collins picture where he looked like a uh, war vet. Or oh yeah. yeah yeah, that's a good yeah. one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um oh, yeah, I'm
1: beginning to look a bit like that, especially now because I'm I'm only back from spending a week on the side of a mountain, so I feel like a fucking war vet. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Gary Portnoy, Donal went him, him, Also, don't care. Uh, I didn't really care about the, Cheer, the Cheers TV show. I mean, I watched it when I was a kid, but I only okay. watched it because the theme song was great. And every now and again, the best thing about it was a lad sitting at the bar slagging each other. The rest yeah. of it, I don't give a shit about Ted dancing and all that, you know. And I running. thought he was cool as a kid. I thought he's cool. <laughs> He was, but like half of that shot was him like running into like the stockroom to talk to fucking somebody about something serious Because every yes. if I remember correctly and I have watched cheers in forever, but if I remember correctly, every episode was it started off nice and low, and then someone's ex- wife would walk into the bar uh and oh uh, my ex wife which it,
0: not her the other one exactly
1: <laughs> exactly that kind of shit happened, yeah. and then she'd she'd you know fucking say uh." uh you know i want you to meet somebody and their long last child would walk in and they couldn't decide if it was ted danson's or woody harrelson's or one of the regulars because she wrote all three of them in the jacks one night like 10 years and ago the,
0: and the music or the music and all the sound would stop and it'd have that yeah. really weird eerie studio silence yeah in a pub it was really weird sometimes that show, actually. So, uh, i mean they saved
1: the fortune just building one set and that's it you know what yeah. i mean like that that was that entire show was just set at almost one angle like th- I have to say, the acting and the timing was brilliant, in it? Like, oh, yeah, the, everybody in I it was, had to, I had to, was a murderer. Yeah, everybody yeah. in it was great. And almost every single character and, and actor and actress that was in it done stuff afterwards as well, but they got to kind of cash in on their, their, their new film, Cheers, fame. But... Um, I just love it. It's one of those. things a bit, where obviously, yeah, uh, there obviously. There like, was loads of spin offs. There was actually a bunch of spin offs. Frasier being the biggest one. Yeah. Um, which was. Oh, if you know what? Frasier's so big that you actually forget. <laughs> you do forget that that's a spin off. But there was a couple yeah. of spin offs out of Cheers that I just didn't read about. I saw them listed and I went, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just not <knocked> doing <laughs> it. I, yeah, fucking, no, I haven't written it in two weeks and uh, my fingers barely remember how to do it. <laughs> right. So, because uh, I, uh, I wanted to concentrate more on the music and my kind of feeling towards the show. But like I said, when I was a kid and this was on, it was always on a weird time. We were on like four o'clock on BBC or RTH show rerun, reruns at like half three. I remember
0: actually being originally, out uh, because my family, I think, sort of watched it. Someone in my yeah. family did, not my sisters. And it's like, I remember thinking like, the, the only reason I ever watched it is because it was on. Exactly. Uh, like, in my house. I think it was about like, I think it was quite, you know what, I couldn't have been around this. We were probably, I don't know how far we were behind America in TV shows. This maybe a season or two. Maybe. yeah I mean 82
1: yeah. to 93 so chances are it was probably still it, it, the last season was running over here like no. oh well then in that so. case
0: you're probably right I reckon I was watching big reruns yeah I didn't like,
1: realize it was that early yeah 82 to 93 I mean it's solid enough run ah, yeah. for a TV show as well but it was always one of those, those uh, from what I remember it was one of those transition shows during the day where you'd have like if you remember they'd have cartoons that start like seven o'clock in the morning, and the cartoons would run till maybe eleven, and then they'd have the live action stuff like Monkey or something like that, or Knight Rider. Yeah. Um And then it would more, kind of morph into these slightly tongue-in-cheek comedies like Cheers and stuff like that before yeah. like the news, and then after the news, you'd have like the soap opera soap operas. But would, would kick off like every t- TV station had almost the exact same layout for the way they'd done their 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 television, where it was like the mornings are for the children. The kind of yeah. uh, and afternoons are for the the kind of unemployed people who want to watch garbage in the evenings for daddy reading the paper watching the news
0: you know what I mean and um, Cheers always reminds me of those type of TV shows that were set in like one just one room and I think like Taxi was kind of like that as well yeah so I think, what they call them single cams or something like that is, is, is single is, 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 cams yeah <laughs> do do you remember they did a recent one well I don't know if I would mention his name anymore <laughs> Louis C K had that yeah. Horace and Pete which yeah. really is a real like a horribly dark version of Cheers. Very, yeah, very much. I, <laughs> I only
1: watched a bit of it, but yeah, absolutely. Let's play a bit of the uh, T- yeah. Cheers theme song. This is the full version. Uh, Gary Portnoy put the put the song, the full version of the song, which is obviously chopped up to be the TV theme song. Yeah. He put the full version uh, of his of the song on an album called Keeper, and uh,
0: he's done it pretty late. I think He's done it like there is some whopper key changes in this song though.
1: there's some great key changes there's also some of the worst sounding synthesizer that I don't think we're going to have time to get into <laughs>
0: okay
1: By like the second chorus the worst sound, what, what I call pub synth well, we've well, talked the, about why
0: before you, why don't you either come back or skip it? <laughs> skip ahead to it after you finish your bit because yeah. I want I do kind of want to hear something yeah well, well let's play a tiny bit of it and then we'll skip ahead a tiny
1: bit and try and mm. find the pub synth when it kicks in yeah. now, here, here's a, a little bit of uh, whatever the name of this bleeding song is <laughs> Today takes everything you've got
2: Taking a break from all your worries Sure would help a lot Wouldn't you like to get away All those nights when you've got no lights The check is in the mail And your little angel hung the cat up by its tail And your third fiancé didn't show Sometimes you want to go Where everybody knows your
1: name
2: And they're always glad you came.
1: There's the pub synth
2: You want to be where you can see the troubles are all the same You want to be where everybody knows
1: your name Let's skip ahead a little bit and listen to a little bit more <laughs> on the pub scent. It's so terrible in the world where everybody knows your name <laughs> It's fucking so bad. bad It's so bad Every time I hear the song You listen to that song And the piano is beautiful The bass yeah. is beautiful the, like, the guitars, his vocals, the levels are beautiful And then in comes this <laughs> <laughs> That's man,
0: like, It wouldn't too much to get a trumpet player instead of what they did there, yeah. For fuck's sake, it's so grim, it's so boxy and awful. It takes you yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's but, uh, garbage. The harmonies in that are so oh, good. It's such a well-written song, to be honest with you. Yeah, it it's very, very well-written. He had a, he had a songwriter partner on that, and I cannot remember her name for the
1: life of me. She worked him on a bunch of stuff. Uh, most of these, most of the songwriters I have here are nearly all duos, so strangely enough. Um, there's yeah. one, there's one maybe two that are kind of solo
0: acts, but uh, a lot of them kept. They there was them. a lot of that. I didn't get into them because I just. It's extra yeah, it, muddies ground,
1: it muddies the ground muddies the water yeah, a little bit anyway that, that, that's that's my fourth one that's uh, the Cheers theme song by Gary Portnoy where everybody yeah. knows her name which is a stupid name for a fucking song it should have been called something <laughs> else
0: it should have been called Cheers
1: uh, yeah it's anything at all bar <laughs> that fucking I hate it when they call a song after the, like the only line pretty much is in the chorus and I was annoys the shit out me it's a real fucking Bill Haley rock around the clock the album yeah I, I, I tried to not do that with my stuff I looked at it and went there all the lyrics from the course it's really hard to do but it's like, especially when it's a big long sentence like that There's not it doesn't even fit on Spotify that's, that's too long mm. yeah not that he was long. thinking about Spotify but it's just too long just call it knows your name done fucking stamp of approval yeah. done uh, anyway <laughs> who was your first one
0: my first one is actually from not too long ago and it's okay. 2014 uh, the team from Black Sales, oh, yeah, by Bear McCreary, uh, based off an old sea shanty style of kind of music. And he actually uses a hurdy-gurdy in this. Um, he's done a lot of stuff like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, he did the reimagined Battlestar Galactic, we'll actually get to the Battlestar battle oh, yeah. again later. Uh, Outlander, which he won awards for, mm. and The Walking Dead. He also scored the PlayStation 4 game God of War oh, and. Gosh. He did uh, the 2019, I think it was, Godzilla, King of Monsters, which I still have to wow. watch because I heard, I heard it was shite, but everyone went, no, it's really good. I'm like, okay. I don't remember. I, I um, forgot there was yeah, that many Godzilla films. Yeah, but there was one 2019. I just completely just ignored it. went, that's going to be crap. And I heard it was actually decent enough. Um, so uh, for anyone who doesn't know Black Sails, it's an uh, American historical, uh, I want to say pirate, but it's, it's more than that. But uh, it's a sort of prequel, a dark prequel uh, to Robert Louis Stevenson's Treasure Island. And it, uh, it ran from 2014 to 2000, uh, 2017. So, that's four seasons, I think, in that. I Three never watched four. all of it. I watched the four seasons. I was like, this is really, really good. And then for know, some reason, I just same. stopped. I never went back to it. I can't remember what it was. Like, there's sometimes where it feels cheap as fuck because it's done by stars. The, yeah, the, the but TV, the, stars they, they do, make some they, decent stuff as well. They make great stuff, but every now and then they'd be like, oh, that looks so cheap. Yeah. But But it doesn't matter because... They, they're committed to everything on it like so I mean, oh yeah, yeah i think like 300 people worked on the actual big ship well, for this uh, so but uh stick this this is now this is the team tune like many current ones where you might need the visuals to fully appreciate yeah, yeah. the visuals I remember
1: the intro being amazing yeah
0: yeah the intro is amazing but just on its own it's still amazing if you want to give it a blem right Stuff. yeah it's brilliant and just a year before that came out was when uh assassin's creed black flag came out with all the sea shanties and i had that in me because i loved that game so i had that still carried with me when this thing kicked off so much and, uh, better I, than I, vikings I, I wonder i haven't played uh, the vikings one yet but i don't care i just hate vikings man do you <laughs> i just hate it but i hate people that think they're vikings and there's to shit on me that's the, you know yeah that is kind of bad it's like bad. i've never seen a single episode of the tv show vikings but I, I have seen it's great that. I've seen loads of uh, The Norseman, the Swedish comedy, which is hilarious. That I don't understand why people... More,
1: well, you've people been out in town sorry, in Dublin, it's, it's nor- so you've, Norwegian. you've Norwegian seen Norsemen. half of Vikings, the TV show, just be, by being out in Dublin. I think that put me off, to be honest with you. Like, and any, any generic rocker, right? Generic bearded hair, fucking normal, thin, lizzy looking bastard, goes on that show, stands in the muck for two days, and comes back with a fucking topna and a braid in his beard. And Odin's an hammer hanging around his neck—it's just impossible for them not to just <laughs> hi, absorb the fucking like that made-up television culture. It's—it's it's shocking. It's shocking. <laughs> and even their moths then start absorbing it as well. It's fucking brutal, and they start hanging around in groups. Like it's—it's it's painful. It's—it's it's cultural appropriation, is what it is. And it bothers yeah. the it bothers the shit out of
0: me. It, it's definitely you can definitely get away with that cultural appropriation. <sighs> anyway, let's uh, let's pour some much better. So that's uh, yeah, pirates, pirates, better than Vikings. Yeah, the original, the original. I don't know. Was Vikings were the original? I don't know. Yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, ship people, some, the best ship people. People on ships that did whatever they wanted, yeah, they were killed. Cool. Some of them were good, and some of them were bad. Some of them were just regular people, and some of them were awful. But uh, people yeah. in Dublin don't pretend to beat them, so I'm all over it. Um, we have your one up next.
1: Uh, do we? We do We do. Uh Let me see. <laughs> Sorry, I lost. <laughs> you a curveball. I just asked you what your next one <laughs> <laughs> My next one is Happy Days. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. I don't know. I love Happy Days, <laughs> right? And again, I I, I was real young. when Happy Days ran, like, I, it's straight up, right? Happy Days done such a good job of reproducing the 50s that I ha- I yeah. honestly got taught it was made in the 50s.
0: Oh, for years I did as well. Like, for I found out... And- Today
1: was like, Hang on What do you mean You found it today Today it wasn't Like I straight up found what? it An hour ago Happy that happy days wasn't in the fifties. That wasn't made in the fifties, because it looks like recolored footage. If you <laughs> watch, if you watch Happy Days now, <laughs> even on YouTube, it looks like you know the way they recolor stuff for like fucking National Geographic and shit like that. You know World War II footage and all this malarkey, and they recolor it, and it's all kind of oversaturated and weird looking. That's what Happy Days looked like. I, honest to God, for my entire life until an hour ago, thought that Happy Days was made in the fifties. Like, or maybe even the 60s. But, like, it's, not—it's like, 1974 to 1984. Like, I was alive, and they were still making Happy Days episodes. And that blows my fucking mind.
0: Like, Ron Howard was only born in the 50s. I don't 50s. know. I just assume, Ron,
1: every time I saw a photo of Ron Howard, he looked like he was about to die anyway. Like, for the last couple of years. So, like, and he, and he looks across between a man who was dying and the mad bastard from Mad Magazine. The
0: the cover does yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Oh fuck, <laughs> Cyril oh, or something. Her- I can't remember. Her- Herbert B Winkleman or something. Crazy. Howard.
1: Oh, I don't know what, but that's who he looks like. And uh, and uh, anyway, Happy Days again. I, I don't I don't care what Happy Days is about, right? I've probably seen every single episode of Happy Days because once again it was on in the afternoon when you're plunked front of the TV when you're a kid. I I couldn't tell you what happened in Happy Days. I know the phones was in a. And he'd do kill cool shit, like he'd kick a card at start, or he'd punch a fucking jukebox and it'd yeah. start and, and poor little fucking Johnny and Chachi were running around trying to ride
0: all the time and shit like that. And No, it's a good show. I just there's something about, do you know what it is? I think I know it. That's Alfred E. Newman, by the way. I could just it just came to me. Uh that did mad me There you go. Uh I think do you know what it was? I had good memories of uh Happy Days until uh, Weezer. Fuck! Have to fuck. I think, yeah. To to be fair, but, but that was a really well made video. I it was.
1: It was, and a lot of money went into it. And everybody bought Windows ninety five. Got that video, for free, <laughs> for free, in all its p- pixelated glory. Um, and now Weezer are uh, oh, forget it. It's over. It was. It's yeah, over. Years.
0: What, what? What did they make? They made a Van Halen Van, cover. Yeah, album, Van Weezer.
1: And no, I don't think it's a, it's a cover. It's like them writing Weezer songs in the style of Van Halen. What? Yeah, I think that's what it is. Like, it's not like a Weezer album, and it's not a covers album. Have they not been doing that for the last few years, anyway? Uh, maybe, but I think it's all like synth and cool, like cock rock riffs. You know, they're fucking stupid. Stupid, all of them are stupid. Um, well, he, stu- he, no one ever stupid. says no to that band, River Cuomo, whatever his name is. Stupid, Crazy name. Legs Cuomo, Crazy Legs Cuomo, <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking purified water, fucking Cuomo is is a. Uh, no one I think the lads in the band I think are afraid of him or something
0: because there must be or else let's go every time he comes up with a stupid idea I get a new fucking uh, wing on my gaff so well, it must that's... be mutants will buy you let's keep going it's painful oh it's
1: such mutant music it's, gar- it's absolute garbage it's, it's, it's veering into uh, your your least favourite thing ever of, of uh, kind of internet YouTube music it's getting there you know it's leaning into that like super hard novelty music um, thing which yeah. is like when you think about the last couple of things they've they put out they put out like a covers album, they put out the, the Africa Toto thing, um and now they're putting out Van Halen kinda weird tribute type whatever it's all a I'm, bit I'm, kooky. I'm
0: mortified for them.
1: Yeah, it's a it's all a bit it's a big kooky and so I personally am not into it.
0: Anytime we think of Weezer I think
1: of Scarlett Mafa, haven't you? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> so Happy Days, 1974 to 1984, set in the 50s through to the 60s. Um, this song was written by Norman Gimbel and Charles Fox. Norman Gimbel was a lyricist. He's the guy who wrote the lyrics to "Killing Me Softly with his song. That's the guy who wrote the lyrics for that.
0: So, this, to be fair, this is a really good song. To be so good. I, I don't like it, really. But I have to say, it's good in the sense that they really got a 50s song. Like, oh, that's yeah. one of the, that's one of the most famous fifty songs ever, and it's not even from the fifties.
1: Exactly. Well, they, they based it all on "Rock Around the Clock." That's yeah, um, definitely. Well, which definitely. was also used in the TV show. Um, yeah. They got the rights to use that, and they used it um, for the outro a lot of times for the for the yeah. show. Um, so they were trying to get that kind of feel for it. Uh, so uh, Norman Gimbel was the lyricist; he wrote the words. Uh, Charles Fox was the composer. He also wrote the music for the Love Boat, Barbarella, um, The Last American Hero, National Lampoon's European Vacation, Short Circuit too. We've done music for over a hundred films and TV shows, so that's like a proper fucking uh, and and the lyricist, Norman Gimbal also worked with Disney. You know what I mean? So you're talking about right, two yeah. powerhouses in, in 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 kind of that uh, TV a- theme and music.
0: Gotta get on that mouse dollar. Absolutely, you know what? Uh, Happy Days is one of the first. I think it is the first show where people could pinpoint a serious downfall, and it's the it's the jump the shark moment, which is now a yeah. famous term for whenever a show. Whenever, like sometimes you can't see a show progressively getting worse until yeah. it does one thing where people go. Ah, come on! And that's yeah. that's the famous thing about that show. Is that big time! Qu- like, qu- that phrase—he jumps a shark—and yeah. that has yeah.
1: become a phrase in like the human lexicon in the English that's language. Actually, now. Ironically, the
0: uh, ironically, Weezer keep doing it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's play uh, a little bit. Of ha- well, let's play the first minute of happy days. I played this for the pigeons earlier, and they were they were super happy.
2: Cool. <laughs> Skies, hello, blue. There's nothing can hold me when I hold you. Yes, you're so right. You can't be wrong. Walking and rolling all week long. Saturday, what a
1: day! I don't think that's the original version of it because that reverb is too digital. Um, could
0: what you else? hear that? The, 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 this a...
1: weird fucking I'd have to do a side it side by side a lot of
0: these ones on, on Spotify are very very hard to get the originals of
1: yeah. which we found out big time yeah, yeah. it's obviously a licensing yeah. issue or something like that you've got the composers that maybe the rights reverted back to them after x of time and then the studio yeah, I, who own it and
0: or someone just went. I'm not putting that on spot. Who knows? Who knows? Right. Uh,
1: yeah, that, yeah. that, that didn't, doesn't sound exactly right to me. But yeah, no, you get the fucking idea. it's close enough. You get the idea. No way. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I again, happy days. I really liked the show. It was one of those uh, kind of transition shows, um, a bit like Cheers. It would have been before Cheers in the lineup of the day, of the afternoon's television uh, yeah. showings. Because uh, it'd be a little bit more child orientated and it wasn't set in the pub. Uh, cheers. All cheers done was like fucking make children want to be alcoholics. Let's be honest. That looks like great yeah, for them it sitting there talking. To and, then, and then we did. And that that's it. didn't go Happy Days at all. I also have a theory that like our entire concept of the 50s is based upon Happy Days. Like, yeah, definitely. I, I can't think of anything pre Happy Days um, that showed the 50s in in my head but like, there would be a couple of movies but they're all very 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 stylized yeah. like everything you see coming after happy days almost uses happy days as a template to show what it was like you know well,
0: especially bring... especially that 70s show that was oh, happy yeah. days absolutely 100% a darker more c- a cynical more exactly funny. exactly Fair anyway long. that is uh, happy days who was your next one my next one is uh, something that a lot of people may not know but uh, i up I used to watch this show during the day uh, on my school break when I went home for school like you <laughs> know uh, this is the Barnaby <laughs> Jones theme tune <laughs> by Jerry Goldsmith um, I don't know if everyone will know this but uh, this Jones. is the Barnaby Jones um, was a TV show with uh, Buddy Ebsen who was known as Jed who known more famously as Jed Clamper from uh, the Hillbilly, the, the Beverly Hillbillies and um, he works as a private eye in the show for years and he retired uh, and gave the business over to his son, but his son was killed. Okay. And then he came out... Of, Barnaby Jones came out of to try and find the killer and has his, like, daughter-in-law work with him and stuff like that as well. I'm looking at him here He wasn't like a, He wasn't, like, one of these hard-drinking PIs. He was very straight-laced and he drank milk whenever he went to, like... Like, whenever you had to go, like... You know when someone is asking questions in a bar? He goes, give me a whiskey. And then he asked questions. He'd be, like, drinking milk there and all that. Normal, just normal, like... <laughs> he's that mad normal. looking he's mad looking but he's Jed Clampett. you remember from Beverly Hillbilly yeah yeah um, yeah so uh, this team was done by Jerry Goldsmith who instantly wanted to not do it because he went. He agreed to it and then he watched the show and went oh, I don't want this at all I don't like that show it's not a good show oh. I, think it's a, I think it's a good show now in retrospect if I watch it now I'd probably be like I'm bored shitless yeah show about a bit of private detective but I loved it as a kid mm. and the team tune is still the best part about it so Jerry Goldsmith composed like Star Trek, Rambo, The Omen, just to name a few. Yeah, yeah. We're in the 70s, he dropped this banger. So we're going to stick on the Barnaby Jones team tune. And it sounds a bit, a bit like uh, it's influenced by Ennio Morricone, which I don't know oh, if bang. it would be by this era. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Right, here's a bit of it. A-
0: That's definitely influenced by uh, Marconi, who did like that. The, he, Marconi would have been famous in America by then, yeah. By, definitely by then, because that's ten years after Fistful of Dollars. So yeah, definitely. Uh, it definitely has that feel about it. That you expect to hear who ha" yeah, up yeah. any minute in that song, but uh, it's savage. Um, so another link to Star Trek, actually, apart from Jerry Goldsmith, is that William Chandler played a bad guy in this show oh. uh, after Star Trek, and they were thinking about doing a crossover between Barnaby Jones and the be- Beverly Hillbillies. Wow. Like, as in bringing up a story in Barnaby Jones about the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, that'd be cool. But for whatever reason, they couldn't do it. But what happened was, in the 1993 movie, the Beverly Hillbillies, where I think uh, your man who played Ernest, is that Jim Varney? Yeah, I can't remember yeah, his name. He he played a thing. They have to hire a private de- detective and they use Buddy epson as barnaby jones ah, in, in cool. that movie so i think it's cool yeah Um <laughs> they were supposed to get andrew previn to do it uh, from the london symphony orchestra he turned it down like i said jerry goldsmith stepped in hmm. uh to do the instrumental and he just tried to back out on so many occasions he's like i don't <laughs> like this show uh, and it turned out to be the longest the second longest running uh show that he did uh, wow. next to the, Walt, the waltons oh very cool it uh, also has a great team show. does in, in, if you like that kind of thing. That's a uh, Barnaby do. Jones theme tune. I do. <laughs> I do like that. I do. Yeah, that's the Barnaby Jones theme tune. Who's your next theme tune? My next one is
1: a song called Maybe Tomorrow by a, a singer called Terry Bush, more famously
0: known as the theme song for the littlest hobo. So, it's so good. I it's... had this initially on the other playlist and I remember I remember breaking my heart, taking this off to put something yeah. else on. And whatever it was, it was wrong because I can't talk about it now because you have to. <laughs> it's... So good. Now I have to tell you this, right? Love this song.
1: I, in my head, the little, the littlest hobo and Benji are the same show,
0: right? I never knew the show. I never watched the show, Benji. Weirdly, even though I named my uh, my first ever stuffed animal, which was a little stuffed uh, dog, Benji. Benji, yeah. Uh, I, th- I don't think I ever watched the show. I think I just probably heard. Benji my ma- was like a little terrier type of
1: thing, and in my head, whenever I thought of the littlest hobo. I thought of Benji, right? Oh, this is this is until a couple of years ago, and I'd be singing that song, and in my head I'd be imagining this little fucking Yorkshire Terrier-looking, scruffy-looking, whatever the fuck it was thing running yeah. around, you know. Not this. Uh, apparently, the little is how I was a German Shepherd, right? Now I'm pretty good at dogs. That thing it's doesn't look small, like a German Shepherd.
0: He's a small one then, isn't he? It,
1: lo- it looks like some sort of weird husky type fucking Belgian Shepherd. I don't know what yeah. the... It's not a German Shepherd. I looked it up and they're like, oh yeah, it's German Shepherd. Fuck off, that's not a German Shepherd. Can First I of all, like, the colours are this, all wrong.
0: If this show isn't better than Lassie, then how come it is? <laughs> exactly. It,
1: listen, <laughs> it's, it's the fucking same thing. It's a Canadian show based upon <laughs> a 1958 movie, okay, of the same name, about the same thing. Okay, so it's was like a,
0: they're making him a hobo because he goes around from town to town and he's got no gaff. Like, he's people, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's no owners or like he He's a adventures. little person, like a little yeah. hobo man.
1: And they've done episodes where he, like, he was a spy for the government and all sorts of shit. It was mad, it was a mad fucking show. It was one of the first shows shot on videotape. To uh, cut down costs, they didn't use film; they oh, used right. video cassettes to record it. There was two iterations of the show. There was one from 1963 to 1965, and then there was another one, which I'm pretty sure is the one that we saw, which was
0: 1979 to 1985. Yeah. Um. Where, so, like, all I remember is like at the start, it was very simple. Like, he found a boy down the well, yeah, and then, then, like, he helped him, and that boy brought him home. But then he found he solved another crime in the in the town. Yeah, but, man, I don't give a fuck the is awesome even if it's crap it's awesome and the steam tune is,
1: it's, it's incredible it's fucking incredible I can't wait I can't wait press play yeah it was always like by the end of the show somebody wanted to adopt him and they were like why don't you stay with us little hobo whatever the fuck's name was and he'd be like no and he just he just takes out a smoke and he's like I can't stay loud there's a voice that just keeps on calling me and off he
0: goes <laughs> over the hill <laughs> maybe the someday hill. maybe someday he'll want to settle down but but I reckon uh, until tomorrow he'll probably just keep moving on this is
1: one of the songs that lives in most people our age's head that if um, you I well, always happily, happily happily yeah I always imagine it I always imagine I'm going to do with it at some stage so picture the scene it's fucking 3 o'clock in the morning in the pub everybody smashed the DJ knocked the music off like 20 minutes ago and everybody's kind of starting to get their shit together. One bloke stands up and everybody looks at him he just goes, there's a voice, keeps on calling me and then within 10 seconds the whole pub is singing along I'll, with I'll the remnants with
0: of their points. I'll stop you there, right? Yeah. That is how us as DJs think the world works <laughs> exactly. in a bar. Then we do it and people turn around and goes, what? Play Pantera instead <laughs> exactly. of this. Play. At the moment is ruined <laughs> well do you know what we're going to do we, we're
1: going to say it now that when we're back doing pub stuff and we do Lost Art Live we're going to play this song and everybody has to sing along right we're, yeah. we're putting that challenge down yeah. right now I must oh, do well, it.
0: don't get me wrong me and you think the same <laughs> way but we're too romantic about this well
1: this everybody's going to have to get on board with oh, yeah. Rosemanticism that's the great
0: thing about it like we might be wrong but we're still playing the song and we get to enjoy it so who's, who's really wrong no, <laughs> not us. Well, listen,
1: three o'clock in the morning, me and you smashed out our minds. There's a voice. S- stumble up to the fucking decks, have it lined up. Kevin Gav are pointing at us, telling us not to do it. And we Don't give him the it. finger, like Stone Call Steve Austin, and turn the volume up and do this.
0: And the cops break in and go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a voice
2: that keeps on calling me Down the road, that's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Baby tomorrow, I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on down this road that never seems to end. Where new adventure lies just around the bend. So if you want to join me for a while, just grab your hat, we'll travel like that's hobo style. Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down. Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home.
1: There's a world. So that's
0: song by a guy What are you turning turn off of?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, do you can imagine, right? The cops breaking and going Lads, you'll have to turn Jesus Christ Is that the fucking a little slap slapping, slapping the knee And you know? I'll turn it up, yeah, you goes, cunt Well, look I'll, I'll tell you why, lads This is not cool But we'll, we'll let the song finish out Please like, <laughs> they tell us that They missed the start of it yeah. Go again <laughs> Start it again Because I want to make sure That I'm hearing what I'm hearing right now Exactly Breaking the law here Let's stick it on again now Let's do it right Let's break break the law right But yeah A guy called Terry
1: Bush uh, This is the full version Of the song he released On his debut album 2005 He re-recorded it um, So what you're hearing there Isn't exactly the No but I, You know what I
0: remember I remember yeah When I was trying to pick this I was like I found this And I was like Still sounds pretty fucking amazing mm, mm. You know what, you know what, those those notes when i make a new friend maybe tomorrow I wanna tell Dan And actually goes up higher, but he's yeah. like, and he's a little dog and he's a little hobo. Ah stop. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: The
1: littlest fucking hobo. Uh best name for a show ever. It,
0: it really is. I can't talk about it anymore. Um I'm getting I'm getting fucking emotional. Who's the next yeah. one? My next one is a show that, I'm not going to lie to you, I didn't think was that good. I mm. uh, didn't think the Toyline was brilliant either. But they have probably the best theme tune in cartoon. Okay. Uh, and this version of it is, again, a <coughs> re-recorded one from uh, some crowd that well, I've mentioned. I don't know who the fuck they are. Mm. But uh, the original one is like worse quality, but a better performance. Okay. However, this is still good enough for me to put on the list. So, so you know what? everyone will remember it in their head well, I think what will happen is I'll trigger the fucking code of this song by the mm. start of it and people will just fill in the blanks of the memory of, Like they won't be worried too much about the fact that this version of it is, I've, got, I've talked about this an awful lot already people have already even said what it is look do you know what just go just go yeah
1: a preview uh,
0: of the new Ghost album we have for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it like that. Now, I've, I've, I think I know why that might not be uh, as fucking like the original. of That is on fire. The guys yeah. are just screaming in the, and it, the, the power of the original. Everyone remember and I hope is is thinking. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't worry about the fact that you played a fucking a vanilla version of it. I think I know why this version is so vanilla. I think what happened, was right they went into the studio, right? I was right. That's still as we're doing, Jason. We're worried. So mm. Yes. Clearly, the best team tune of any cartoon I've ever written, and by the end of it, the bass player was like hanging out a fan. The fucking drummer had <laughs> punched had punched with his hands through his fucking stare, right? And the singer had blood coming out of the side of his mouth from just. Warrior, <laughs> <laughs> and this, the guy went, "Lads, you just need to take it down a notch." So they took it down a notch, and the same thing happened again, till they, till eventually they were just they had to be injected with like fucking sedatives and that's why this version wheel <laughs> warriors yeah because
1: i i listened to it on youtube so a couple of weeks ago uh randomly someone was talking about it and i put it on youtube and the quality you know you put in like
0: jace warriors intro and yeah you get like
1: someone ripped it from vhs and it
0: sounded like it's shit. shocking but yeah. but, the, but, <laughs> but it's shocking like quality i'll try and find somewhere like a cd or somewhere I'll i don't want get, that because it's the dvd box set there is a box set of it. Which it I'm sure has a di- clean one. digital. Yeah, it could be a
1: rip somewhere online to
0: yeah. borrow. Yeah, but the, honestly, Jesus, that that version there. I'm hoping just the the binary code of the song clicked and people just ran off with it themselves because that is a punching holes in the wall song. Definitely, for me. it's great. It's <laughs> great. It's <laughs> it's very similar to a song
1: we have coming up, not next, but the one after. Um, in terms of its its composition and even I, when yeah. I press play on that, I went fuck, I pressed the wrong button. Like the, <laughs> the intro's very, very close. Yeah, yeah very yeah. close to. Be oh sure, yeah, you know.
0: yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, well, these are all ex French cartoons. Yes, yes. These are like, that, you know... France are so good at pumping out them cartoons back in the day. Jesus, absolutely. Man, France are, are so good at right, like electronic music for a start. Yeah. yeah. And cartoons. That's why Daft Punk made so much sense with their second album. They had the the actual old school French cartoons and electronic music. That's why. Remember, remember, Daft Punk broke up a few weeks ago, or a while ago, a few yeah. months ago. And people were like, so what I was like. We oh, are we not? Are we anti Daft Punk now because they got mad popular? Yeah, that band are yeah. fucking unreal. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So oh, silly edge bullshit. Oh, are we, bullshit. Da- are, we da- are we there now? Is that the band we're having a go at? Daft Punk. <laughs> wait, no, wait, oh, they broke up. Oh, who gives a fuck? They only released one album. <sighs> <sighs> oh, fuck oh, off. Stop, whatever. Fuck off. Edge But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Jason
1: wheels, warriors. The cartoon was fine. The toy line yeah. I never had any interest in because it was kind of hard
0: to get over here, if I remember correctly. I think I remember him and Saw Yeah, that's about it. Maybe I don't know. I, I actually can't. Re- I never owned any, so I, can't I know really I don't know anybody. I seen anyone that Yeah, maybe it wasn't over here. Like I, I just I vaguely remember Sawboss.
1: I I, I would the say thing. that like there's probably one shop that got them in, and it was too hard to get. And like, well, yeah. it was a popular cartoon. It wasn't. It wasn't tones cats written. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't that.
0: Toy, Toy Master Bamba had like three in an order, special order, some shit like that. Yeah, because
1: <laughs> I I always like it was it was a great idea to kind of um, <clears throat> kind of yeah. biomechanical vehicles and shit like that. Kind of made sense, you know. The the one with the boulder yeah. and a vine and that, that that kind of shit, you know, some great stuff in it. But it was just. A weird Mad Max meets Transformers type yeah. of kind of feel to it which is it's kind grand. of cool
0: I, I, I remember just thinking the theme tune was sort of the best thing about it it was grand but you know what I'll do is I will give it it lived and died in 1985 it only had one year it only had six Lousy years loads like that it's crazy uh, because the sixty-five episodes. Sorry, because the toy, lo- toy line didn't take off. Yeah. They were trying to bring it back for a movie, which would up because at the end of it, like it was supposed to. Like, people were like, disappointed by the mm. cliffhanger end of it, and um, they they were supposed to bring it back, but the movie was cancelled, so that didn't happen. Oof. Um, so yeah, this is by uh, Shuki Levy or Shuki Levi, possibly, um, and again, who had another writing partner. But we're just too lazy to start writing Yeah, that, so it's not happening this not week. And if he's li- if he's listening, he's sorry, sorry. Hey. <clears throat> Sorry, I'll, I'll fix it in the credits. What you can um, do, you can come on for an interview and we'll make it right. There you go. There you go. That's perfect. Um, he did Inspector Gadget, Mysterious Cities of Gold, Master Crusaders, Dinosaurus, Oof. He-Man, Masters Oof. of the Universe, She-Ra, Oof. Power Oof. Rangers. I'm Easy coming. This lad did all... Th- well, this, these two good, but mostly this good. Uh, Shuki, um, That was great, thank you. Yeah, did all those. Like sweating now. Jason the Wheel Warriors, I think, was the finest of them all. God, know, there's some more in there Mysterious <clears throat> Cities of Gold we talked about on the, on the first nearly TV got, that nearly got on this episode maybe we'll get on the next one I don't know but uh, we'll have to probably fight over that one because it is a great team too did that not make it into the first one the first, uh, first episode oh it did I think I picked
1: it I think you might have picked it because there's no way we could have done TV teams without doing Mysterious I think, Cities a Gold I think, oh no
0: I think I got it and you went, sent me a message going you prick. prick yeah probably we do that a lot love um, that <laughs> Love yeah, I mean, it they're doing something right, yeah, it's exactly.
1: Yeah. Right. Sukla, oh, but, uh, Jason
0: the Wheel Warriors, apart from this, uh, sort of milk toast version of it, um, <laughs> it is an absolute <laughs> fucking phenomenal <laughs> thing. And I'm gonna post the, the when we post this, I'm gonna post a video for it, yeah, it's yeah, terrible quality. But I'm not entirely sure if Shuki Levy is singing it, but whoever's singing it is giving it exactly what it needs yeah on, like, f- this full this full volume maximum normally I was, I was i was gonna delete this and just not do it because it wasn't but i'd already done that with mask crusaders yeah. who we were done with the same crowd who did this one and, and that was another oh, Mask crusaders inter- yeah. <laughs> I'm like you fucking what are you doing yeah. are you know into this don't do it if you're not into it anyway anyway that was jason of Wheel warriors Sorry for complaining about the quality of the fucking singing of that one. But if, no, the fucking, I'm telling you right now, blood coming out of our mouth and everything. Smashing up, punching through walls, strangling each other, wanking everything. <laughs> Wheel, Jason the Wheel Warriors, 1985, team tune by Shooky Levi. Who's your next one? Uh, my next one is something that I consider to be
1: probably the maddest show that I watched as a child. Like the most batshit crazy show that I watched as a child. And it's Fraggle Rock. Yeah, I loved that show. It's, it love was it. fucking incredible. Um, I was mad into this. It's me too. Balls deep in Fraggle Rock. Uh, I had two runs, 83 to 87, then 2004 to 2009. Uh, obviously the 04 to 09 one, me and you missed. I think that was called Rock On Fraggle Rock or some shit like that. I don't know what the fuck it was called. But uh, Fraggle Rock is obviously a Jim Henson creation. Uh, weirdly enough, it was a Canadian, Canadian and English production. Um, it wasn't entirely a USA thing. Right. And Double Strange, it was designed to be an international show, okay? So right. what happened was, Henson had been working on Sesame Street. Uh, Sesame Street was supposed to be, um because I think Sesame Street was on like PBS, like, uh, the public broadcasting fucking channel or some shit like that, where it was meant to be kind of low-key, kind of cool puppets, kids show, blah, 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 blah. And it got so big that they had to start kind of... um making a what, was it, what they call it like globalize it, like international is yeah, it yeah. you know and like have a you know, swedish version exactly rock. you know that type of shit you know kind of like uh, cut it up and cake it up a little bit for international audiences aimed at different countries so they could absorb it a little bit better so he had worked with sesame street on this kind of globalization effort for sesame street and he had the idea for fraggle rock and uh, <laughs> the idea was to do it um it m- as an international show from the get-go. So, me and you, we saw, strangely enough, we saw the um, North American version, the version that was aimed at Canada and at the United States of America. And Thankfully. Fucking half an hour away in England, they got a completely different show. What? Yeah. So, if you were to talk to somebody... Don't show
0: cares away, darling. <laughs> exactly. Worries
1: for another day. Musically, it was the same and shit like that. But... Uh, you know the way we, when we watched it, there was the human, the human bloke in its little hole in the wall, and there was the, they used to call them the silly people, or silly creatures they called them. Yeah, the oh, I loved them. Yeah. And so, the Fraggles called the humans the oh, silly sorry, creatures. Thinking of, You're oh, thinking, the, thinking the goobers, or dozers, the dozers, fuck my life, they, was, they were the best I, I, construction I had, guys.
0: I had like, maybe like, the height of like a small bottle of water, those characters that size, and a... Uh, like handed down from like my family, they probably be wore a fucking. Yeah, bomb I, had, I had a couple of the funeral
1: that were wind up and they climb up ladders and shit like that. They were great, and uh, so I, I loved the frag, frag Rock. But me and you would watch it, and when they looked through the hole in the wall and they'd see the bloke, I think was he a captain or something like that? I can't remember. His name, and he had a dog. Um, oh god, sprocket.
0: it's so. Sprocket yeah
1: and Sprocket was a Muppet dog right and he was an American guy well North American fucking accent guy right I think he was a, was he a captain I can't fucking remember that's annoying me now anyway in England when they looked through the little hole uh, it was a bloke if I remember correctly it was a guy who worked in a lighthouse an English guy he worked in a lighthouse now he still had a dog called Sprocket um, but it was a completely different actor playing a completely different character on that show wow when you went to France, it was a different guy. He was a baker and his dog was called uh, Croquet or something like that. or Croquet instead oh, of Sprocket. So they were
0: sort of just trying to localize it to yeah. be a bit more like, yeah, to, to hook people in
1: a bit easier. Okay, exactly. Right, yeah. So the real human aspect of it, they were all filmed. Uh, I don't know whether they were filmed in, in France or in fucking England or whatever, but they'd hire people from that location to shoot these scenes that they would then cut into Fraggle Rock. And it made sense because the Fraggles, when they referenced the silly creatures, the humans, would never really talk about their names or any of that kind of bullshit. And they wrote it in such a particular way that uh, the, the Fraggles talking about, you know, oh, look what he's doing over there. And he could be like baking a cake or he could be like changing the light bulb in the in the, in the, the fucking lighthouse. You know what I mean? That, they, they were very smart about it. Um, <laughs> the people they brought in to write people they brought in to write uh, Fraggle Rock were like avant-garde poets and stuff like that. They brought in all these kind of beatnik type of people. That's a good idea. To to help write it and, and create the characters and just let their imaginations go go wild. Now this song, uh, again, another a double a, a doubleheader, uh, Philip Balsam and Dennis Lee. Uh, Dennis Lee was, wrote music for Labyrinth, for Dark Crystal, all this kind of shit as well. Philip Balsam I can find nothing. Nothing on. Nothing <laughs> Um, I can find j- jack shit really um, uh, particularly hard uh, yeah so the, the, it, it was the was it the duck it was the duck in the American one the one we saw it was the duck they called him I think he was an inventor or something I can't remember uh, yeah. with the dog
0: oh man I can't remember half of this thing yeah I know I,
1: I, again I, I I read through it in the last couple of days but the last couple of days have been a fucking whirlwind for me so it's gone uh, listen if you remember what it is post it up on the fucking page and, and let's get yapping about it but yeah they The fact that they made brought different actors in, to film these different scenes for different locations all over the world, like um, from the get go, was something that I don't think had been done before, you know. And Henson stayed involved. Henson was involved in the music aspect of it and stuff like that as well. There was hundreds of songs written for Fraggle Rock because the whole idea was the Fraggles loved music and they would just burst into song randomly every now and again and do yeah. weird dances and slide down poles and knock down all the fucking doozers shit that they've been building and, you know. That yeah, kind of, yeah. They also would eat the stuff that the doozers were building with because, uh, what was it, was it be- beets they ate or something like that, radishes, radishes they ate. Uh, they they just eat radishes and they'd eat these fucking... Fraggle sticks, which are like, I think they're called Fraggle sticks. And it was it was radishes mashed with the stuff that the doozers built with, that weird kind of green crystalline <laughs> shit. Um, and the doozers wouldn't even, they didn't even really acknowledge the fraggles. And then there was the weird big giant creatures, the family of big giant yokes that lived kind of in a cave as
0: That's well. That's the ones I thought you were talking about initially. <coughs> yeah,
1: they're called, uh, is it the, the goobers or something like that?
0: I'm going to watch I'm going to watch this show
1: again <laughs> yeah. cuz it's so good. It's really really good. Anyway, here is the the Fraggle Rock theme song. It's amazing. Which is 10 out of 10. Yeah.
0: Rock. Remember
1: when you were a kid? it was like, was it Down Fraggle Rock? Grab a Fraggle, boy, it's cock. Swing him round and round. Scrape his bollocks off the ground. Do you remember all those songs that yeah. <laughs> used to be in the school? <laughs> I tell you right. I tell you what. Who made them up? Daz, not us. Almost certainly, we didn't have the brain strap. What was it? My Little Pony, skinny and bony, oh, lying in the yeah. grass, licking its ass. There was loads of those little songs <laughs> when you were a kid. Some of them were mad rough. That thankfully my brain yeah. was deleted. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah the Fraggle Rock theme song like the, the the show was amazing it was fucking batshit mad um, I, I, I assume watching it now would be a little bit of nostalgia a little bit of like Jesus Christ what the fuck was I, I watching like, I
0: bet you I bet you it's still fucking brilliant
1: <laughs> I bet you it's written incredibly well yeah I mean it's Henson like they don't think they ever set yeah. a foot wrong like even today when Jim isn't around and the sun is down they're still nailing it's, it Like it's like the Nintendo of television it very much is like, like
0: the high quality it, output
1: Yes. Very, yeah, very much. Everything looks really good. It never looks cheap, and even when it's when it does look cheap, it's meant to look cheap. You know what I mean? It's it's done so well. Anyway, that's yeah. that's fucking Fraggle Rock. Uh, what what do you want me to say? Like, it's just it's 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 a pillar of my childhood. It really and truly is. And the fact that it started when I was two years of age, and it was done by the time I was like fucking six, but I still remember it because they played played it so much. Like it was on yeah. all. <laughs> the fucking time and that song will come on and you be dancing around you know uh,
0: so good anyway who's your next one my next one is a song from the 2018 could you believe that we're going up that far wow uh, yeah absolutely this is the succession team team from succession the mm. HBO show by Nicholas Brittle or Bertel. I think it's probably Bertel. Um this is the HBO show that earned him uh, an Emmy award for outstanding original main title team in 2018 i think he was mm. up for it again the next year uh, for the, the music in general and um, his style is a mix between classical music and hip-hop oh so it's it's just a really really good mix and he's absolutely brilliant um at the world soundtracks award he was given uh he won best film composer of the year for Voice. And if Beale Street could talk, I think they're on separate years actually. Mm. He also did the music for Moonlight, which was a phenomenal film. And he just, I think he just really picks his kind of projects really, really well. Mm. But this show, Succession, is the most slept on show in the world ever. I always say that. It's for me, if, only two seasons in, but it's up there with The Wire and stuff like that for me. It's like top HBO shows. Uh, yeah, and you've been telling me about it for so long. And I just, it's on the list,
1: but uh, the list yeah. grows longer every day and it's it's filled with garbage and sometimes
0: i just want to watch garbage you know what i mean? Yeah, I get that you, you want to save the good stuff till later i'm not yeah. very much much like that i've got good stuff to save and i really should kick into it instead of moaning about oh I'm making another fucking marvel show uh <laughs> which, which, which they are again probably i'm sure yeah um this is this is the succession team if you want to give it a blast there i don't <laughs> yeah just i don't know how good it would be without watching the show but we'll find out okay That's, yeah, it really is, and I'm so glad that it's such an amazing team tune for such an amazing show. So he cites uh, Philip Glass and Dr. Dre as major influences, mm. which is not surprising whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, definitely. After, after hearing that, um, Succession, I can't talk about it enough, but I feel like I do talk about it too much. If you get me, so I probably <laughs> I've probably talked about it too much. So what I'll just say is if you want to like a quick rundown of it, it's it's sort of. Um, a take on maybe like the Rupert Murdoch's family and the mm. uh, yeah, the takeover for, for, for like if okay. someone, the head of the family that owns a TV network starts to get sick yeah. or looks like their time is coming to an end, which one of the family members is going to It's just absolutely, if you like, maybe a mix between, let's say, arrested development and, um, I don't know, something a little bit more serious like The Sopranos or something like that. You'll mm. definitely be, you'll definitely be into it. That's, it's, it's yeah. going to be, it's going to, it, because of COVID, we didn't get the, because of the we didn't get a season three when we were supposed to, but uh, right. if this comes back properly and they do another two seasons as well as the first, it will become a show that everyone is talking about. Okay. Absolutely good. everybody will be talking about this show. Good. And it will go down like the wire and it will go down like Savage. so many incredible shows. So that's Succession team by Denny. Nicholas Bertel Who's your next one? My last one. Your last uh, one? Right? My last one
1: is the Ulysses thirty one theme.
0: It's ridiculously good. Yeah, it's
1: ridiculously good. Um, This is obviously the English language theme. There was a Japanese language theme that was completely and utterly different. Um, Not even remotely the same. Uh, Ulysses 31 suffers from a little bit of Jason the Wheel Warrior syndrome that only ran for 26 episodes when it was done. Uh, 81 to 82.
0: It was actually
1: strong though, wasn't it? It was really good. It was also super mad. It was a French-Japanese crossover. Uh, French idea executed in Japan with kind of um, Japanimation, whichever way you want to call it. It wasn't quite anime, but it wasn't far off either. Uh, yeah. Got in big trouble with LucasArts, with Lucasfilm, uh, for lifting loads of Star Wars stuff. <laughs> like Star Wars lift loads of stuff as well, though. Oh, you know? yeah, well, no, yeah, exactly. From the French, actually. From a French dude. Uh ah, well, there you go. Yeah. Come see, come see. Exactly. So. Uh yeah, Ulysses had a fucking lightsaber and everything like. And uh That's right, yeah. Had a lightsaber that was a gun. It was a gun that you press a button on the front of a lightsaber. It was like a little kind of Walter PPK James Bond oh, style yeah, of course. gun, and then like press a button and zzz, the
0: saber come over. It. It'd be uh, hard to control that though. If you were holding it in the form of an L shape, though. Yes, yeah, fucking stupid. Look cool as balls. Down? It just cracked back down into a lot. Yeah, it doesn't matter.
1: I can't yeah, remember. It was cool as balls. They got in big trouble as well. They were sued, uh, sued by Lucasfilm for they lifted music from Empire Strikes Back, um, of John Williams. Uh, for that's a
0: team, that's, cool. that, that's
1: that's been that's not being clever now. Yeah, uh, they. I think it was uh, a it was called like, uh, Ulysses Thirty One Battle Team or something like that it was called. And it, it, weirdly enough, they lifted it from Star. I don't know what we talked about. I think we did in some random podcast before. Star Wars is so big and so popular, and happened so quickly. Like everybody thought when the, when Star Wars was being made. It, Everybody thought it was going to be just some garbage B movie bullshit, right? Yeah. And it comes out and it takes the entire world by storm. Everybody loses their mind because it creates a universe, um, kind of instantly. Which is why why it's important, um, more than any one of the other science fiction movies that comes out around the same time. Is that it creates an entire entire universe? It's very he was very very good at that, yeah. and uh, because of that, it. Exploded and they needed merchandise and stuff to sell super fast. Okay, so you would have heard uh, or seen on documentaries that, like, before there were Star Wars action figures, you had to pay for Star Wars action figures and then get them delivered to your gaff. So you would buy an empty cardboard box from a toy shop and you would pay for like eight action figures, you'd pay whatever it was, ten dollars for this cardboard box that had pictures of the action figures on it, and then in like six months' time, when they were manufactured you would get them, right? Because mm-hmm. there was no money to make the fucking things. Um, so what happens <coughs> when Empire comes out, there's this gold rush for merchandise. So like, ev- let's monetize everything. So what you ended up with, you ended up with these fucking batshit mad albums that would come out that were disco remixes of Star, Star Wars movies, uh, music, right? So they would take John Williams' score and throw disco beats behind them and speed them up and do all this kind of crazy shit with them that's mad and that is what the Ulysses 31 producers lifted they lifted a oh, chunk right. of a disco John Williams song um, and called the Battle Team and kind of re-recorded it but it was the same fucking thing now they ended up paying for it and in the court case they said that they could continue using it because they were now paying royalties you know, they had to pay a fee up front, whatever, slap on the right. wrist. But because they paid, they were now entitled to use it, which is fair. You know, and they kept on going. Now, this is not it. This is the theme song. The theme song, this is fucking, again, batshit mad. Uh, <laughs> fuck me, man. R- written by a guy called uh, Denny Crockett. And uh, it's actually written by two, two guys, Denny Crockett and Ike Egan. Ike Egan couldn't tell you a single solitary thing about him. I went looking. Don't know anything about him. I can tell you that Denny Crockett was the musical director for the Osmonds for their entire career. Wow. And uh, wrote songs for them. That's a mad career to have because they they did some
0: mad stuff. Exactly.
1: And then he turns to God and joins the Church of Latter-day Saints and becomes like the musical director for the Church of the Latter-day Saints. And starts writing songs for the Church of Latter-day Saints. And uh, to this day, he's still banging out fucking hits about God. On albums and shit like that, right? Now, yeah, he's been, I know, like this. The Ulysses must have been slightly. Obviously, before he went full God, because the, the concept of, of, of Ulysses is, is a little bit heretical, because it's lifted from Homer's Odyssey based on Greek mythology. So it's about Hades and fucking, you know, uh, uh, all the Greek gods. And there's a, there's a lot of shit going on there that would be considered to be heresy yeah. for a, a Christian of any description, you know, any, any kind of modern Jesus, God-based fucking religion. So this is obviously beforehand. Now, this song is fucking killer. it's so good it really is bananas good also I think it's a very similar intro to the to the Chase the Wheel Warriors one it it starts off with that clunky clunky kind of synthy thing I am I'm just going to play it and then we'll talk a a little bit about it afterwards People tend to forget about how absolutely fucking crazy that cartoon was. And it I didn't make
0: any sense. I forgot how disco-y that is until oh, yeah, you yeah. said disco. I was like, yeah. And even the little the piano. I don't know if it's <laughs> the original, but that's fucking banging. That's yeah. just such a good...
1: It's,
2: yeah, it's,
1: it's really, really good. Um, that cartoon was fucking Crazy. Like, yeah. I watched all of them, right? 26 episodes. They managed to wrap the whole story up in 26 episodes. And uh, including, like, a prequel and all this kind of shit. Like, they, they cut to, like, why he was out there in space and all this kind of shit, you know? And uh, had to cross through Hades and... Like, Mental, beautiful, beautiful-looking cartoon. One of the nicest-looking cartoons ever made. Yeah. Space Jesus, lightsaber-wielding dude. <laughs> and his little fucking... Greek fucking sun and the weird greeny blue fucking girl and the robot there was loads of shit going on and the big space station that was an eyeball it was absolutely batshit mad uh, yeah. nobody knew amongst my kids my, my, my friends who were kids at the time nobody knew what was going on but we watched it
0: I had not I still don't really know what's going on. I just loved every episode. It's Homer's it Odyssey action in right, yeah, in yeah.
1: in cartoon form. It's the hero's journey. It's uh, it's the usual same show as everything else. He's trying to get home a little bit. Battlestar Galactica. Trying. He's in. He's been cast out of Earth by fucking. Uh, uh, fucking Hades or something like that and um, he has to find his way back home and his son was in suspended animation for hundreds of years he gets him out with the mask still in suspended animation some shit like that and he's trying to find a cure and yeah. he has to defeat the gods or some shit before <clears throat> he can go back
0: I was I know, about to say standard no, it's not standard at all Yeah, I don't know anything about Homer's Odyssey or any of that stuff I, I never, read it years ago it. and I don't remember
1: fucking, I remember more about Ulysses 31 than I do about Homer's fucking <laughs> Odyssey And uh, uh, it, it was an incredible show. It, it looked... It was... How do I even describe it? It was. It seemed to have like a smoother frame rate of animation than most of the cartoons at the time. Uh, where you know. most of the cartoons at the time would reuse frames all the time. Do you remember they used to just pause on someone's face and it looked like their faces was vibrating while they like took a breath or something like... <gasps> <gasps> yeah, well, something yeah. happened off, off screen, you know. This didn't rely on that too much. Um, there was always shit happening, the, the fights and stuff like that were baller, you know. They were baller, there was always yeah, cool shit. That was that, that's why we kept watching it, of
0: course, because
1: hadn't a clue what the fuck was going on. Or you meet some random alien or satellite that try and you know steer them into a solar storm or some shit like I that. I
0: know a lot of people in their late 30s, 40s will tell me about it, but I guarantee you. They only found out when they rewatched that what the fuck was going on. Absolutely. When I when I watched it, it was just Space Jesus. Like Space Jesus, yeah, yeah exactly.
1: That's all it was. It was oh, it's long hair beard bloke. And I think it's cool that like an old lad is uh is, is the star of the show. Absolutely. And you have to think about it. Back in the early eighties when we were watching this, no one had beards. Beards weren't cool oh, anymore. Yeah. They were gone. Yeah. You know? Gone
0: from the seventies, yeah.
1: Exactly. Like long hair was kind of being done away with a little bit as well, but like a beardy long haired brown haired fucking dude mm. and it, also we were so used to watching so, like, kind of shit that was aimed at America where everybody was like blonde and we're from like, like a, a shitty European country where there's like six blonde people in the entire like, country do you know what I mean and this dude <laughs> has like brown hair like the rest of us you know? And it was Kid it was blonde, but like he was like half alien or some shy, some weird and he had like a laurel on his head, so fuck him. Um it, it, yeah, it it was batchy, matt. I fucking loved it. The song was incredible, he used to be bouncing around the song. Again, that's not the original uh That's a good, theme good song. word though. It's it's that. it's a pretty good uh, clone of it. Yeah, the, the yeah, guitar yeah. is a little bit low in it, but other than that, meh. It's yeah, it does good. need a bit more chug. Yeah, um, it's all good. Anyway, that is Ulysses 31, which was was a, a favorite of mine as a child, and I'm I'm pretty sure if I saw that, if I was in a shop and I saw like all twenty six episodes on Blu-ray or DVD for a good price, I think I'd pick it up. To be honest with you, um, oh, definitely. Yeah, I don't know whether I'd ever watch it, but it looked cool on the shelf. You know what I mean? It'd be one yeah. of those things. Someone I'd walk in, you go, like, "I can't believe you have that." I, I, of course, I, I, I have I,
0: I, it. I, I, I have less of attention span now that I'm older than I did. In a great attention span as a kid. And now it's oh crazy. yeah, of course. Oh, to I'm, I'm, you I'm, be, I'm Benjamin Buttons of a uh, focus. <laughs> yeah, well, there's nothing,
1: there was nothing to distract you back then, really. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you sat down in front of the TV and you fucking absorbed I didn't, every single I second. I didn't
0: of keep it. picking up my phone and looking at it like a telephone. It would be weird. Oh. What are you looking at the plastic phone for? Yeah, the fisher e- price one that had a face on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, what is your last one? I think uh, the best team song of all time. I picked. I think it is yeah I think it is I think it is and I've saved the best to last yeah. and um, it is for me you yeah, know it is It's my. It's, I think it's the best thing to Um and it, I, I've saved it to, for part 2 instead of doing it in part 1 unless I can't remember if I've already picked this in part 1 I don't think it also, is
1: also it's, one of the greatest
0: fonts ever yes it is I think we should just play it yeah I think so yeah, yeah okay
2: <laughs> Fire it up!
0: It was so unique, wasn't it? That's just deadly. It's so unique. Yeah. And we'll get into it later a bit more about that. This was by Stu Phillips, who also did the original Battlestar Galactica. Oh. So we've gone... We talked earlier about Berman mm. McCurry doing uh, the reboots. He also did Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. And um, I think... Do you know what? I was reading about this today, and I, I didn't cop this. I genuinely didn't cop this. And probably most people go, well, yeah, obviously. Knight Rider is the Lone Ranger. And the car oh. is... Silver, hmm. I didn't like. It's, they said it like they they wrote it with that in mind, like a futuristic okay. Lone Ranger. Shit, it is. Yeah. Know. Okay. Um, an interesting one is right, and people go. I think it's terrible that uh, that William Daniels didn't get a credit, and he played like Kit, which is the main character. He didn't want to be credited on this, right? Because mm. now he says, "I wanted people to only ever think of Kit as a car and not an actor playing mm. a car." What I really think is, I'm William Daniels, and it's very established and well respected actor. And this is a, a this is a show. I don't know if it's going to be car. very good or, Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's going to be very good. Don't put me on the fucking thing. But anyway, he seems like just a soundest lad. I don't know. Um, the first they didn't meet. Uh, Michael Knight. Michael Knight. David Hasselhoff, <laughs> Hasselhoff didn't meet Kit until uh, like season one had completely wrapped up, and they were wow. at, a, at a at a at a Christmas party, and. um he walked his voice. No, William Lennon's walked over to, to David Hasselhoff and said, uh, I'm a kid And he's like, Shit, I'm Michael Knight. And he's like, yeah, no, yeah. Duh. Uh, but uh, he's like, I think we have a hit show. And he's like, I think we do have a hit show. Wow. Well they knew each other, it's fine. Yeah, um He started telling uh, people he was Kit uh, then, I'd say. Uh, of some, uh, some good facts about it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that that Christmas story is kind of kinda of mad. Like the first time they ever met was at the Christmas party. The yeah. Um so let's have a look at Knight Rider's entire legacy, right? Yes. 90 episodes of the original. Then they had a show called Code of Vengeance, which I never watched. Had five episodes. um Team Knight Rider never watched it again. Uh, 22 episodes. Mm-hmm. The reboot in 2008 had 17 yeah. episodes, and uh, I don't know about that. I might give that one go for the crack. I definitely uh, not. Three movies and five video games. I didn't even know they made video games. Um. Yes, was it the, was it the original original
1: show that had Batty the baddie Car?
0: Yes, we're getting to that now in a minute. That All was right. my Knight Rider jump the shark moment. All right, when they had <laughs> they had not the car. The car was called Car right. yeah. I think it's a Knight automated roving robot, which Whoa. is to rival rival Kit Knight Industries two thousand. So it was driven by uh, Michael Knight's evil brother, Garth Knight. <sighs>
1: had <laughs> the little uh, moustache uh, remember the
0: little moustache uh, and the beard it was, just, it was just him it was just him uh, kind of thing you know what people can laugh at that but Twin Peaks season 3 did something very very similar yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of shows did the evil brother oh, just played oh yeah. um, double, double duty for the actor like Yeah, yeah. Um, so Gart Knight, who he'd escaped uh, a life sentence in an African jail, hated Michael (laughs) Knight. He came over uh, and he tried to steal missiles from the USA. I might actually watch this uh, (laughs) this again. That apparently was the moment that people went in in season two that went, "Uh, this is shit now. This is crap now. Uh, I liked it when it it wasn't uh, this. Um, So Michael, Knight, like you, like <laughs> you mentioned, uh, sort of, in a way, uh, Buster Rhymes sampled yeah. this in, in an amazing song. So good. Uh, for um, a proper use of a sample. Yes. Um, the, the Knight Rider Team tune uh, won an award from the BMI okay. for the, the, the Performing Rights Organization, uh, which is, I wouldn't give a shit about getting an award from the performance, which, yeah. unless someone wants to give you one, which means go work grand, it yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Gusta, yeah. it's the most downloaded ringtone since ah, yeah. in, he got that in, in 2005 so that's the most it actually had to share the award because there's another team tune that uh, shares it with uh, the Mission Impossible team tune ah. uh, Lalo Schifrin's Mission Impossible team tune so yeah. those are the two for a while that, bit bigger than Crazy Frog and bigger than I don't know I, I'd be terrified if I met someone with the Simpsons ringtone Oof. Imagine not there four months off? You'd be like, "Ooh!" I
1: remember, I remember Night Rider being a big one. That
0: being a big yeah. theme song, I definitely remember As, that. I'd probably still use that if it wasn't so wrecked you know, <sighs> to do that. And also, yeah. Well, look, look. This is my favorite. Like, we we'll just give you, we we'll just gave you a bit of a rundown of of the the catastrophe that sometimes was uh, that show. I remember before we played the Christmas version of yeah, Night Rider, Jesus and you couldn't Christ. stop laughing for lost about it, man. fifteen minutes because it was. They, they, they didn't have much control over the kind of authenticity of of what they were trying to do and mm. they just let run free doing night Rider Christmas yeah. specials and all and, and the, the run-ups but this team tune being the most my favourite team tune of all time mm. is actually based on this is mad uh Cartage de Bacchus which is the third act from Leo de Bell's 18th century ballet Sylvia oh, what? so if you want to play a little bit of it, I added it on there. Okay. Uh, this is where it comes from, the 18th century.
1: <laughs> Weird. All right, give me a listen. Give me a listen to this bad boy.
0: Crazy, yeah, like everything comes from something, but I just happened to find that and I was like, Oh, obviously, that's not even the best bit of the team tune, though. The best bit is yeah. that's the best bit, so yeah, absolutely, it's all good, but together they make the best team tune that's super. I can think of, anyway. It's so good. Um, uh, I don't know what I say about Knight Rider. I had uh, the car, I told the story before about um, asking my ma for. Uh, night the night Rider car, which she couldn't guess, so she brought home like a blue Corvette. I could go in the shop said that's night Riders, and I remember Fred going, I can't believe right, they fooled my ma into thinking that that was like night Riders friend, that's terrible. She went up to help me, and it, years later, I went, That was my ma line. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Yeah,
1: my ma pulled that all the time as well. Night Riders friend, but yeah. to be fair, this is
0: the new one that's coming now To be fair, I think you might have mentioned car before. Uh, and I don't think it was the same. I don't think it was the same car. This wasn't. This was it wasn't car. I know because Night Rider had Night Rider written on the box, and car would have had car. And anyway, I don't remember that far into the show with uh, the, the evil Night Riders. That's all I remember. From, I don't remember from, uh, what Night
1: Rider done. I couldn't tell you what he'd done driving around. I don't know why he was driving around. Yeah, I think, uh, I,
0: I think sometimes I think I'm pretty sure. Did he get missions from kids like Michael? We need to go and solve the problems. And in, in I just remember Del- the ca- Delaware,
1: the car driving itself. I think he had, didn't he have a little watch or something we could talk to him on?
0: And, yeah. uh,
1: uh So he'd get in trouble, and he'd he'd say, "Come and get me, Kit," or whatever and it pushed through a lot of cardboard boxes through a wall and he jumped in and burned I'm on my
0: way Michael yeah, yeah and then
1: the show was over and then I just remembered the baddie car I don't I didn't remember anything about his fucking evil twin or anything like that I just remembered yeah. it being a bogey
0: car Garth and, Knight yeah Garth <laughs> Knight from that's, prison that's, in Africa <laughs> it's fucking insane that's three a, life, three life sentences three Africa yeah, Africa he was doing. yeah a triple consecutive
1: life sentence and yeah. there he is the top top of the line fucking evil technology the fact that there's an evil
0: car like yeah.
1: makes makes my fucking makes my night. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, it's so that, cool.
0: That car went on to be in Mr. Mercedes,
1: did it? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, don't know. I never finished Mr. Mercedes yet. I that, can't finish. Anything could that, have
0: happened. That, that show started off like, oh, this is deadly. And I remember it's Stephen King, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's King. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's why it went up its own arse. Fell yeah, definitely. Well, uh, I uh, love uh, Stephen King, but he's not afraid. Do you know what? Do you know what people need to do with Stephen King? They did it. like it is to. Is to take his change the endings, yeah. but change the endings in. Yeah, he's and the worst. The bit where he went on the LSD, cut that bit out. Yeah, unless it works. The, which,
1: which the, the worst guy at doing endings ever. He's had. I've read. I've read every single Stephen King book bar maybe three, and bar possibly, possibly, I'd say five books in his entire career have satisfactory endings. You
0: yeah, know? Do you know. what I think. There's a little voice in his head that goes, this is a masterclass, David. and yet again. But, you know what be gas? Like, it's, people won't be expecting it, right? Like, do you know what? Those people that try and tell you, do you know what would be gas? Yeah. People, as DJs, that's one of the biggest lines we ever hear. hear do you know what would be gas? Oh. And, and oh. we already know that the suggestion is not going to be gas.
1: Well, it's, it's definitely not going to be played a little as hobo you know what I mean yeah fucking oh
0: man I can't till the pubs <laughs> open again
1: we'll just play that just to, to play talk. that song um, yeah. well yeah. look that was not right that was it. that was, was, a, last one. That was a TV yeah. Teams part 2 part 2 part and two. Uh, we're definitely going to do another one of those because they're fun they're fun as fuck they're a bit nostalgic fun. and and uh, you know I was
0: thinking uh, about nostalgia today right a lot of people have even given me stick of like oh, man they living in the fucking past like you have to get away from nostalgia do it though it's I mean, unreal it's, it's absolutely unreal. unreal it's mad drug that doesn't uh, hurt your body it's when I'm ultimate. lying in my deathbed,
1: dying, right? And I'm like, the, the fucking life is leaking out of me through fucking tubes and I'm spluttering and I feel my heart slowing. I'm not going to be like, oh, I should live in the present. I'm going to be like, do you remember you got a fucking blowjob off too much? Do you remember you fucking <laughs> jumped off cliff into the ocean? Do you remember all them savage moments? That's nostalgia right there. Right. Yeah, like living in the so, present's
0: great and all, but it's, the present is arguably never as good as... When you uh, felt better and everything, you knew, you knew sort of more of your friends who were exactly like you. Look, that's all I'll say about it. Uh, do you know what had me thinking about it was I was playing a uh, this Astro Bot game. On, yeah, on yeah you're telling me about this. Yeah, huh? and uh, all the things that you collected, instead of collecting like oh, you collected a shard for a big giant gem mm. at the, end, you collect old technology for throughout the years of PlayStation, like Deadly. so. Uh, the old PlayStation controller. But when you look at it, it, it's so realistic looking. And it went, it just, it, it was literally like, that, I I, I started to feel high <laughs> about an hour into it. And that's <laughs> when I knew that nostalgia is actually pumping it's drug. Out. Obviously yeah. serotonin and, yeah. and other things as well. It's great. And I don't know what, what drug is pumping out in your brain, but I swear to God, I, I didn't feel like in pain at my shoulder like I had been all day. <laughs> Amazing. Nostalgia, N- nostalgia like, is just... I, I, I don't care if it's sad it's to be mad into older shit. It's not. Care. It's not
1: at all. It's just compressed good memories. Is all it is. Like you don't remember. You don't look back nostalgically at like bad shit that happened to you or boring shit that happened to you. You remember really cool shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, nothing wrong with that. There, there's a problem when you live completely nostalgically. Yeah.
0: If you if you go too much into it, like like if you I own a
1: Thundercats t-shirt, die in a fire. Don't do Thundercats
0: t-shirts.
1: Yeah. It's just a, it's, you just can't do it. It's the one thing. No, you can have a no, Ghostbusters no, one even. No, not because it and you've done. It's what other people have done. Their yeah, fault. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with Thundercats. I love Thundercats. But don't wear, don't yeah. ever wear a Thundercats t-shirt. You know what I mean? Dig, dig four pages deeper into the internet and find a mask one. And people will shake their hand go, man, do you remember that? When people see you wearing a Thundercats t-shirt, they just assume there's a smell of BO off you and they're going to avoid you. Right, yeah. you've you've ruined your life by wearing a thundercats T-shirt. Anyway, folks, that's it. Uh, if you like what we do, we've got the patreon. dot com forward slash lost art podcast. If you want to tip, us you've got the ko dot com forward slash forward slash lost art podcast. All the links are on lostartpodcast. dot com. We are back this Saturday with a live show. Um, we'll hopefully something will happen, and we can talk about it. It'll be great. Um. Because I've done nothing for the last week and I don't expect much to happen this week. But at the same it's, time... It's getting hard to talk yeah, about anything. Shit is spinning up. So let's see, uh, let's see what happens. Maybe we'll talk about the future, of the fucking the, the, the fucking DJing game and bar game yeah. and pub game. I don't know, we'll come up with something. Anyway, yeah, we'll talk to you on Saturday night. Make sure to tune in on the Mixler site. The link is there on Uh Good afternoon, good morning, good night. See you later. Talk to you after. Good luck. See you.